It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the friendly confines of Peak North, I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., welcoming you to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. On today's show, we'll be talking about the path where if you're a one-and-done type player, you are that kid, that special What is your best path to get to the NBA? Is it to go overseas? Is it to play in the G League? Is it to do a year of college? We'll discuss all that. And I'll tell you why I think Adam Silver needs to be having some in-depth conversations with the likes of Rob Manfred, minor league owners in other sports, Gary Bettman, and why it's so important now that the NBA spread its tentacles in the minor league sports and not wait. I'll also tell you about the uphill battles that they're climbing. In segment number two, we'll talk about why Sam Presti needs to pounce now since the Houston Rockets seem to be in so much disarray. If you haven't heard, Mike D'Antoni has broken off contract negotiations, what the Thunder can do to overtake the Rockets and really give themselves a leg up in the West. And then in segment number three, if you didn't catch Adam Silver yesterday prior to the finals, he thanked the Utah Jazz For the way they handled the fan situation, the guy that was saying racist things to Russell Westbrook. So we'll talk about that, the difference between that guy and Drake and what Adam Silver had to say about expansion. That's all coming up. My name is Eric G. If you don't know who I am, I host a channel for the Maven Network, and that's maven.io. Go to basketballmaven.io slash thunder. See what we have going on there, like this podcast and other things. Also, If you dig what you hear, then please go download the Himalaya app to your phone. It's free, it's easy, it's super to use. can be found at the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And today's show being brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't be hate-liking your friend's trip on Facebook and other social media outlets. Book your own with Hotels.com. Also, you'll get rewarded and basically... Everywhere Hotels.com's is, uh, you're going to get a reward. So that's Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Eric Horn today in the Oklahoma gave me inspiration for this first segment today to explore something a little deeper when he wrote the article about R.J. Hampton, who is a five-star kid out of Texas and being recruited or at least has offers from Kansas and Memphis and Texas Tech, all really good programs. And instead of going to college, he is deciding to take the Terrence Ferguson route, which is go play in the NBL. Uh, Instead of Australia, he'll be playing in New Zealand, but it's still the same league, same level of competition. He's going to make about, I think it's about $100,000 to do this. And he won't be beating his body up too bad because essentially he's going to be playing the length of a college season, which is 28 games. Starts in October, runs through March. And they do a best-of-three series for the top four teams to win a championship. So, in theoretically, it sounds like a good move because unlike the college experience, which is vastly overrated for one-and-done kids, and don't tell me about 
a, de a degree and how valuable that is and you can't put a price on that and how much money these colleges are pumping into these students because if you're a kid like Ben Simmons, chances are you're going to, to class only to go to class. You're taking the most basic of classes. You're only going for a semester. And then when you know that you're going to enter the draft, you can stop going to classes altogether. Coaches aren't going to punish you. They'll still play you because they need you to win. And what kind of college experience are you getting? Are you really going to fraternity parties? Are you really hanging out in college bars? No. You're working on your craft. You're, you're getting ready for the draft and you're doing everything you can to help your team win. So the only benefit, the only benefit you have by going to college if you are this superstar guy is that if you really want to play in the NCAA tournament, it might be worth it. And it was worth it to a guy like Carmelo Anthony who won a championship. And here's what Carmelo Anthony had to say about advising his kid whether or not to go overseas or whether or not to tell his kid to turn pro. Uh, my son, I would tell my son to go to college. Uh, but with that being said, you're going to start seeing a lot more players uh, looking at the opportunity to go play overseas. You're going to start seeing, uh, you know, guys giving up uh, maybe before going their senior year in high school, start trying to get to the you know, the, the, the G League, and like, you're going to start seeing a lot of these different leagues, not just here in the U.S., but throughout the world start becoming more powerful because of what the NCAA is doing. By now, you absolutely know how much I love Carmelo Anthony and all the insight that he gave, so I won't go into that, but I will say this is one place where I disagree with Carmelo Anthony and I disagree with R.J. Hampton, and what you should do if you are that kid and you do not want to go to college because you see no, no value in it, is you need to go into the G League. Right now, the G League has no determination on how these kids are going to be selected. However, if you earn a G League select contract, it's going to pay you $125,000 a year. You're going to play in a longer schedule than you would in college or going overseas most likely because you're going to be playing in 50 games per year which is still 32 less than an NBA schedule, but it's 50 games a year against guys who are going back and forth between the G League and the NBA, guys who have probably spent a lot of time in the association and are trying to work their way back up, guys that are physically more like what you are going to play or darn near what you're going to play in the NBA, and you're going to be seen by all 30 teams who don't have to worry about overseas scouts General managers can put eyes on you themselves and not have to worry about film. And you're going to be close to home as well. I mean, the, the, the big benefit that I see about going overseas is if you want to be a professional, going overseas without mom and dad theoretically would have to make you grow up a lot sooner because you're going to have to learn how to live on your own. But it doesn't hurt to have that safety net. You can sign with your agent. You can talk to them. You can get first-hand knowledge of what it's like to play for certain teams by just talking to other guys on your team throughout the league. And essentially, because you are in an NBA product, they're going to have much more of an investment in you, and they're going to want to build you up. In fact, Adam Silver, in his State of the League, State of the Union press conference that he gave yesterday said that he was disappointed that a kid like R.J. Hampton was going to choose to go play in the NBL 
over the G League. I agree with him. RJ Hampton should play in the G League. It certainly would give them a hell of a lot more exposure and it would ultimately be better for him. But if the NBA is smart, and I got to think Adam Silver is one of the smartest men in sports. I've got a lot of admiration for him. Always had a lot of admiration for David Stern, whom he learned under, is this is when you need to go have that conversation with Rob Manford, with Gary Bettman, with other sports who've really cultivated what a true minor league system is. You need to talk to minor league commissioners and owners because the uphill battle you're facing by doing minor league basketball is one, it's not ingrained into the American culture the way minor league baseball is. Even minor league hockey struggles and it's been around for years. People are more conditioned to go to minor league baseball games because one, it's a lot less about the sport and it's more about the experience of taking your family out to a ball game, trying unique foods, um, getting gear. Look, I've got tons of Oklahoma City Dodgers gear. I have no idea how the team's doing this year other than I know that they're not doing very well and the only time I really keep up with them is when I go to the games, but the games are fun. You go there to have a family experience. That's what you would need to create with minor leagues and lower minor leagues in order for it to be financially successful and in order for it to be worth it to make that investment. But as far as player development goes, yes, it would kill college basketball. But a college basketball in a lot of ways has already killed itself by making the only event count is the NCAA tournament and the regular season doesn't count. So I say college basketball is dead already. You might as well just further drive some more nails into that coffin by extending the draft, giving kids opportunities to sign with teams. And in this current situation that you have here, this is what's very interesting about this. Um, and I know I'm kind of all over the place here, but here's something that's very interesting about the way the G League is set up with these select contracts is one, you sign a select contract, you're not eligible to play in the NBA that year. You still have to wait a year. Then you enter the draft. The way I would do this is one, if you sign with the select league, you choose that, I would make you eligible to be called up. I would do a draft where I would set it up to where teams that didn't have first-round picks would get the early picks on this. So like the Oklahoma City Thunder last year, they would get an early pick in this select G League draft, which, hey, you might be getting a better caliber of players because if kids are more enticed to do this than go to college, you're just going to benefit. And I would think that Zion Williams would too. The other thing, if you're not going to do something like that and you're just going to allow these kids to sign as free agents then I say they do become free agents, and after they've played a year of the G League, they should be free to sign with whoever they want. I know your argument against that. A guy like Zion Williams may end up with Golden State. True, very true. That's unfair. But I also think you can put parameters in there to prevent that where maybe, maybe you don't get the opportunity to talk to a Zion Williams if you're Golden State or don't get the opportunity to talk to him first, and maybe you set it up where... You can be offered more money if you've played in the G League and certain teams can offer you more money than other teams. Better the team is, the less money they offer you. I know I'm just kind of spitballing here, but these are all things that can be talked about which would certainly be more beneficial to the player and more beneficial to the NBA. And I would say right now, if I'm a parent and my kid is good enough to be one of those one-and-done kids, guess what? You're going to the G League. 
I'm gonna. I want you in the G League. I want you up close and personal with all these guys. Let's not worry about you going overseas. And certainly, I'm not gonna stick you in college, where ultimately I just kind of feel like you're there for a year and wasting a scholarship for a kid who might have the opportunity to want to take advantage and get an education. Plus, you choose to go to college if you're if you're interested in saving college basketball. The easiest way to do that is if a kid chooses to go to college, tell him he's got to stay there three years. Not one, not two, but stay there three years like you do in baseball. And then that makes college basketball a better product. But something tells me neither college basketball or the NBA is really all that interested in saving itself with quality of play. And I think college basketball is much more concerned if you're gambling on it and watching the NCAA tournament and being entertained. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Please download the Himalaya app to your phone. It's free. It's easy. It's super to use. And one cool thing about Himalaya is it will curate a playlist for you based on what you listen to every day. So it makes it very easy. That's Himalaya, just like the mountain range, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Also want to thank Untuck It for being a sponsor of this show today. It's a great look. It's a great idea for Father's Day. Don't be like me. Be unhip. Wear the shirts that aren't made to be untucked, untucked. Go to Untuck It. Go to UntuckIt.com right now. Use the promo code NBA. Get 20% off. And um, hey, if you're a wife and you're listening, daughter, son, whatever, it makes a great Father's Day gift. It looks good for the office. Looks great when you're out on a date. Or hey, when you go to an association game. Because you can't look. When you go to an NBA game and you've got really good seats, you can't just go wearing a t-shirt. You got to go looking nice because that's, well, that's just the way the association rolls. So go to untuckit.com, use the promo code NBA and get 20% off. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you again for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One of the big topics in the NBA um, are teams that are in disarray. The, the Lakers, which that has been written about and talked about on this show and others exhaustively. The other one is the Houston Rockets. And luckily for the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Lakers and the Rockets are such a mess. Nobody is talking about this gray no man's land that the Thunder are currently in right now. However, it doesn't have to be that way with Oklahoma City. And right now, you are looking at a golden opportunity to really give yourself a foothold in the West if you're Sam Presti. And now is the time that you have to pounce. Since Mike D'Antoni has broken off conversations with the Houston Rockets, and at this point is planning on going in to the last season of his contract without a new deal, it makes him a lame duck coach. Big time. Because Daryl Borey and the organization didn't have enough faith in Mike D'Antoni or didn't like what he's doing enough to offer him what he was asking for. And D'Antoni doesn't trust the organization enough to just simply take what they're offering. 
if you're James Harden or Chris Paul or Clint Capella, assuming all these guys are going to be around on the Rockets next year, considering everybody must go and Crazy Daryl is about to put his fire cell um, on display for everybody to see, if you're any one of these guys, then you know you don't need... I mean, it's, it's pretty much being said, by this being so public, it's being told to you, Mike D'Antoni's a lame duck coach. You don't necessarily need to listen to what he's doing. Somebody else is going to come in either midway through the season or at the end of next season. So you've put the players in charge of a team, and essentially what you're creating, Houston, is a very toxic mix that ultimately spells disaster. May mean you don't even make the playoffs. Most likely, it just means you're a lot lower seed and you're getting knocked out in the first round. And for the players, it sucks because it's truly a wasted year because the organization doesn't have anybody on, on good footing. So what you do if you're Sam Presti about this? Well, one, as we said yesterday, you take advantage of Houston where everything must go. You call and you see what it would take to get Eric Gordon. If it takes the 21st pick, I'm all for it. And I know Terrence Ferguson was a 21st pick, but it took Terrence Ferguson a year and essentially Andre Robertson not being able to come back to really make some sort of impact on Oklahoma City. And I don't see that necessarily being the case for whoever the 21st pick is this year. So you call and you see what it would take to get a guy like Eric Gordon who was on an expiring contract this year. If you can't get him, the other thing you need to do, whether you can or you can't get him, the other thing you need to do is now figure out if Billy Donovan is your head coach. And if Billy Donovan is not your head coach, sooner rather than later, you need to pull the plug on this. You need to just go ahead and pay Billy, write him his check, pay him the money that you're owing him for the extension, and hire whoever you're going to hire and assign and give them a good five-year deal to let everyone know this is our guy. Start your conversations with Jeremy Grant, who can opt out of his deal this year, and just solidify your roster and your coaching staff now, because what you have going on in the West is it looks like Kevin Durant is on his way out of Golden State. As nuts as I think that is for KD to leave GSW, he may very well do it. You've got a disarray Houston Rockets team. The Los Angeles Lakers, unless LeBron James can be a master recruiter the likes of Nick Saban, is they're most likely not going to build. And you've left the West wide open to a Portland Trailblazers team who was good enough to beat you in five games, but not good enough to handle Golden State at all. The Rockets team that was supposed to challenge Golden State is now out of the mix. You've got the Clippers who are coming up. They could possibly have Kawhi Leonard, but nothing about that is guaranteed. There's enough talent on Oklahoma City. There is, there is enough talent there with your two superstars, with an emerging star like Jeremy Grant, that you now could put all the pieces in place to make a serious run at the Western Conference. Plus, as we said, everything's got to be on the table, and you need to be looking for an upgrade to Steven Adams, whatever. You might be in better position to start making some moves than even Houston does, because Houston right now seems desperate. And even though they've got players that people want, are they willing to take less to get it? And does that help you out? And will the Rockets ultimately decimate themselves? This is, the, this is the time that the Thunder can't stand pat. Everything is there for Sam Presti to seize upon the day. He just needs to do so. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. 
Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone. It's free. It's easy to use, super easy to use, and it's got every single podcast you could possibly want. That's Himalaya, like the mountain range. Check it out, and remember, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast when you get into your car. Also, today's shirt, or today's shirt, (laughs) about today's show being brought to you by the good folks at Grip6. Grip six belts, ultra lightweight, no holes, no flap. It's a great Father's Day gift. It fits flush to you. The the belt buckles are awesome. Check them out. That is grip six. Grip the number six dot com slash L O C K E. Spell lock L O C K E. And uh, get a special offer. Get a discount on your first belt there from uh, Grip Six and the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up next here on L O T. What David Stern had to say about Utah doing their best to um, get rid of unruly fans. We'll talk about it next on the Locked On Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Eric G., Adam Silver yesterday speaking right before the NBA Finals doing his State of the League address or State of the Union, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's just a pre-finals press conference. He also does this with with the All-Star game, and that's supposed to be the State of the League. But there's a couple of things that he brought up, one particularly pertaining to the Thunder, which is how Utah handled the fan that shouted racist things at Russell Westbrook by banning him for life. Adam Silver said he didn't want to interfere with what Utah did. He even addressed the team and talked to them about it and asked the players how they felt about it and gave them a big thumbs up. It still makes no sense to me why Russell Westbrook got fined $25,000 in that situation. I know you're not supposed to say bad things to fans and maybe say the things that Russell Westbrook did, but considering the tone of what was said, that's a time where the NBA needs to turn a blind eye or at least say to its fans, if you're going to say derogatory things to players, we're not going to find them. We're going to let them say back. So if you're going to be a fan that harasses players, make sure it is done in the vein of a guy like Drake versus what this guy in Utah did. And I know a lot of people don't like Drake. And yesterday he was talking trash with the Warriors, especially Draymond Green. But also keep this in mind. Drake runs in circles that that fan in Utah doesn't. Drake knows these guys. They're friends off the court. There's a mutual admiration factor there. And whatever trash you talked, whatever beef these guys have, is usually going to be settled somewhere on a boat with strippers and a lot of champagne. That's really how how it's going to go down. I mean, they're going to go take some exotic vacation somewhere and all will be well. So there is no issue with Drake. It's one of the most non-issues that the NBA could have going into these finals, which what do we tell you? Who was the big X factor? We told you it was Pascal Siakam, and we've been telling you this ever since we saw him play against Oklahoma City, and then last night the dude goes and balls out. Look, I didn't think he would get a... 
was going to score 32 points, but I knew he would be an issue for the Golden State Warriors. And until they get Kevin Durant back, I don't think they've got an answer for him. They don't have an answer for Gasol, like we told you. This is setting up to be a great series. Now, I don't think that the Warriors are necessarily dead. It's just nice to see them get pushed beyond the brink. And if the Warriors don't win, I believe it's way more incentive for Kevin Durant to stick around because then he can say, look, see, I told you so to them, the fans, Steve Kerr, whoever, come back and win another championship and unfortunately create a dynasty. But we're looking at something very entertaining right now. And last thing I want to say, thank you to Adam Silver for not expanding the NBA because I'm not in favor of a watered-down um, product. Sorry, Seattle. Sorry. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry that you lost the Sonics because you weren't smart enough to, to upgrade the arena or go to the games when they were down. I'm not going to apologize for a city and a state that I have cared about my entire life benefiting from it. And if it means you lose out and you're stuck with the NHL, which I don't consider necessarily a bad thing, then so be it. Um, I don't think the NBA is in any shape to expand right now and hurt the league and give you some teams that are not that good. And plus, I mean, look, when you are expanding and you go into certain cities, you want them to be successful. And I'm afraid that the NBA might set up an expansion team to be a lot like the Las Vegas Knights, which is you're going to give them every opportunity to be really good quick so fans get interested. And with the Thunder, it was a little bit more organic. Yeah, we benefited, but this team was built the old-fashioned way through the draft. And unfortunately, Seattle didn't see the fruits of it, but screw them. You know, go out, support your team, and then you won't have to worry about that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 